Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 126 of Another Woodshop Podcast, where this week we are joined by the almighty king of pattern plywood. He is living proof that you can make a career out of end grain plywood cutting boards if you cut them real thin and make art out of them. Michael Alm is here. The almighty. <laughs> Phenomenal, yeah. Pete. That was your, I think that, I'm going to say that was my favorite one ever. All right. That was really good, dude. I feel like he may have been working on that one all week. <laughs> all, week? week. all week? All week. <laughs> uh, you don't just show my up work here is like done. that. That's something you work on all week. <laughs> all week. Uh, as Pete said, Michael Alm is with us. Michael is just a super great guy, and he has an amazing YouTube channel, so go check that out if you don't he know does, already. Does he know? But before we get into any of this stuff with Michael and what he's got going on, I wanted to say a big thank you to our patrons. We got a couple new... Uh, we got a few new patrons, actually. Um, Square Splinter? Oh, that, guy, that that's a solid dude. I he's know he's that. a VIP, VIP patron. Well, and hey. Ed Mancini. Thank you, Ed, for uh, joining, joining the meh army. Um, right. This week, we're going to jump in. I mean, we don't really have a sponsor, so we're not going to talk about any of that. And we're not really going to go into reviews because they've really fallen off the edge and we don't really Michael, push them anymore. So. I mean, I'm sorry, not not to confuse Michael Holm, but Mike, <clears throat> our sponsors Mike. this week are the patrons. Are the patrons. You, yes. We do have right. sponsors. Yeah. I stand corrected. And, and I, also I going forward. I myself before you. Mike Coffee will remain Mike. Michael yeah. will be... Michael, because they sound exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> right. We have and the they look very, <laughs> and this, very yeah, similar. We're basically the same guy. <laughs> we're indistinguishable in a poorly lit room. No, uh, Michael, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you coming on here, man. Um, we are going to jump into some questions for you for sure. But, you know, Pete. Yo. Say your thing. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> thing is, I ask you. Who the heck do you think you are? What is your thing? And what makes you special? And why are you here? <laughs> Just gets more convoluted every week. But yeah, yeah. what makes Michael Alm? Michael Alm. Go. Wow. What an intense question. Start yeah. back in third grade. Started back. Uh, no, I, so I'm a woodworker, like many of you. And uh, I started a YouTube channel back in 2017. I've been uh, putting out about two videos a month ever since I started it. And wow. I, uh, I experiment a lot with pattern plywood, which has become kind of my signature thing, which is glued up edge grain pattern plywood strips that I experiment with a whole different a bunch of different patterns. And, um, you know, I've been teaching people how to do that for several years now. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, that you, we were talking in the pre-show. You were saying how you said you think you could build a brand off of pattern plywood, and obviously <laughs> you have. I mean, you're the you're the almighty king, the almighty king of pattern plywood. So, uh, I mean, ha- I think that's amazing to have the kind of foresight to be able to look at something like that and be like, mm, I'm going to build a brand off this. I, I really do think that's really cool. I, I mean, mean, Dan did that. How with, did that uh, with bow ties? <laughs> Kayla, and uh look at these little bow ties. i'm more of a court gesture of bow ties i feel like <laughs> court gesture of bow ties. but yeah michael how did that conversation That's a go shirt. Sorry. yes because you said you you're, you ran up uh was it to your my wife girlfriend or, we, right? we so 
this was oh, your girlfriend, uh, yeah. several years ago. It's when I made the pattern. Does your <laughs> wife know about your girlfriend? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, yeah. Shut up, Dunlap. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Ashley, let, let's. It's let's one of those off topics. She, uh, <laughs> she, we, I was working on the Rockler one sheet of plywood challenge that was put on oh. by the Modern Maker podcast. And <laughs> we don't, yep. we don't mention <laughs> You can bleep here. that out if you want. <laughs> Super, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna, never heard of I'm gonna put that Jim Gaffigan bacon. <laughs> we just bleep it like it's a curse word. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the yeah, made that one piece, which was like a little toolbox made out of a sheet of plywood that I cut up into a whole bunch of bits and made these patterns. And I got so excited about it that I told Ashley, I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could just like, I could like build a company off of this by itself. And, um, and so, you know, and then, and then I didn't make anything with pattern plywood for a year. Um, so whether it's good, good foresight or not, I, I don't know. Um, Hey, the truly successful people think five years out, not yeah, this month. So I still got a couple of years to build that business. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got time. There's no need to yeah. rush into those things. <laughs> I mean, speaking of business, I mean, we were, for those who don't know, explain the Wormwood situation and how all that came up. Because, I mean, I know, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, what you got going on in there is really awesome. And Dan, before, you, before you do that, explain to us what Wormwood is because yeah, I yeah, have no idea. Sure. So, yeah. this is kind of a funny thing that's happened in the last couple of months. And uh, Mike and I talked about it a fair bit at IWF, but it's like, um, so Wormwood is a company that makes gaming tables and gaming gear for people who do tabletop board, board games. So, people who play like Dungeons and Dragons or, uh, it's a sick channel, Dan. You need to check it out. It is a legitimately yeah, they, very good channel. They've got a great team over there, over there right. and they're, they uh, they do vlogs. Mm-hmm. I think they put out two videos a week, <clears throat> which is insane to me. They have like three people on staff mm-hmm. devoted to what they call Worm Life, which is their their vlog. And um, it's uh, it's wild. It's just like the chaos of running a small business. And I think they have a uh, 100 or 150 employees, <laughs> something like that. And so... It's like, it's a, it's My a, goodness. there's a lot going on. They're using the equipment that we saw at IWF. Like I'd never seen that stuff before a yep. massive, massive scale and, um, industrial robots. Yeah. It's, and they produce like, crazy. um, one of their, their things that they're known for is this, um, gaming table. They have a prof, the prophecy line is this instrument incredibly elaborate gaming table where the like center of it lifts up with like a crank and it like you have like ta- uh covers so that you- it turns into a, a regular dining table when you're not using it it's their yeah. flagship it's it's if amazing you, um, look up yeah. wor- wormwood prophecy oh. it's an awesome video you should check it out like if, in terms of like good woodworking content it's worth watching that because they actually show how it's made and stuff yeah we'll we'll drop the link yeah. in the show notes because it's a really cool it's, channel uh, for people to check out Wormwood on YouTube. I'm looking at uh, one of their videos is yeah. eating catnip. No, yeah, no, it's is the this same the right one? Wormwood. Yeah, yeah. So like their their channel. <laughs> All right, their channel. I'm is listening. Insane. I mean, there's ones where they. So they have not niched. Down. Uh, <laughs> They're no, very it's, broad. It's running a business, and I don't know. It's it's really hard to explain, and it takes a couple videos for you to be like, okay, I get what the hell's going on here. But it is, Mike. You can attest to this. It's a really addictive channel once you get hooked on it. It um, is. So I made. Yeah, a, I cool. learned about it from our our mutual <clears throat> friend Sean uh, Shaper Sean from Sean uh, Sean Kirsch from. Yep, he got uh, me on, and this. so he. 
he told me about it. He was like, this is crazy. You'll enjoy it. And then I wrote a comment on one of the videos that I watched. And then they tracked me down, saw that my channel. And then um, next thing I knew, the D- Doug, the CEO of the company, flew out to film a Worm Life in my shop. So there's an episode of Worm Life. that You should link that in the show notes of them doing a tour of my shop. Well, I love yeah. I love that part of the story, Michael. I love that you did a com- you left a comment on their YouTube channel and it opened up this huge like this is a cool opportunity and you're going to explain it here in a minute, but I, it's just so cool like like the, It's the amazing how that works. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. I love this it's story. Bonkers. It's a great story. Um like so Ashley and I were talking yeah. a few days before <clears throat> this whole thing happened about like it, it's, she's always like, "Michael, you're making all these pieces of furniture and yeah, you put out plans, but you don't actually put out like you don't make the furniture for people like the only people that can have your furniture are close friends or like i make one of everything so um it's close close friends right. or uh it's somebody who buys my plans and and builds it themselves but that's a whole there's a whole bunch of people that follow my channel that aren't actually woodworkers and literally like the next day i was talking i ended up on a call with the people at wormwood and they're like hey we kind of want to make one of your pieces of furniture like why don't we test it out and see if we can run your furniture through our facility and see if it works if like we can combine forces and i'm like yes i mean our powers combined yeah the power (laughs) of grayskull when you have a chance to do that where you're like i mean like i i don't know i have no business i don't you can't jump on that fast enough it's like a it's golden opportunity you, you have to I'm just imagining you like pausing. You rolled a d20. <laughs> it was an eight. You rolled it again. It's 12. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Pete. Uh, I know. It's, uh, nerds, <laughs> nerds will get it. What nerds? No. Tell me, tell me that they're working on the uh, the convertible coffee table where it, it, it'll oh, get bigger and uh, become a dining table. It's not that one. But, but it's Is the, that one of the ones? Uh, so we're making no? a Murphy bar. So it's the bar that folds down from the wall. Oh. It's a full service bar. Um, so Murphy bed folds. It's a bed that folds up in the wall. Murphy bar is a full bar that <clears> folds <throat> down. And it's like only 10 inches deep. So it's kind of designed for people who have like small space living. Living um, space, yeah. 10, 10 inches. inches. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just, yes, Dan. <laughs> 10 inches. This is a podcast and I'm doing visual jokes. Got it. <laughs> Oh yeah, my bad. Um, so anyway, that's 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 the Wormwood story. Can you hear? Can you hear the the accident happening? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you see it in the distance. Dan, the silence Dan, is definitely tiny <laughs> measurement joke. No, that's so cool. That's such a cool story. So I mean, you guys did a Kickstarter. Uh, we did a so uh, our first experiment was with pattern plywood, um, and that was for their GM screens, which is Game Master, which used to be. Yeah, I yeah. saw those. You did a YouTube or you mentioned I did a, a YouTube, YouTube short video. on it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then okay. yes. did some promotion I did on, see that. on okay. Instagram. It's all coming together. So that was kind of an experiment just to see like where our fan bases align. It was a little bit of a stretch to be like, hey, you like my woodworking videos. Do you also like Dungeons and Dragons and are interested in buying a screen to put in front of you? Because you're uh, of the like five people who are playing playing the game i feel like you're just you're the you're the dm of the game right you want to spend a lot of money on the screen you're just advertising straight to (laughs) pete actually maybe yeah (laughs) pete's all like 
I'm listening. You can't tell, but I'm doing this. <laughs> so you're so you're quite nerdy, you could say. I saw you in your content. You got some mechanical keyboards. You got yeah, you a probably hear pretty my nerdy setup. Keyboard. I would. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming you play D and D. Oh, that's what I'm going to have way. to edit out. Cool. Yeah, I do play D and D. Like, do you yeah, play D and D? Pathfinder. Okay. So, um, extra nerdy. So, 3.5 edition. Uh, got fixed by an outside company called Path- Pathfinder, and that's what we pay- play. Um, but I've been playing with the same group for like. Oh, look at these oh, two yeah, falling asleep! I, I love it. It's no, no. Legitimately, <laughs> I've never. No, no. Look, all the jokes aside, I've never played it in my life. I'm a hundred percent certain I would absolutely enjoy yeah. playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like I'm a hundred percent certain I would enjoy it. Like there's no. I love games. I mm-hmm. love board games. I love any. I love long. Game. I, I'm He's only saying this because you're here. If I had mentioned, I'd be like, hey, no, nerd, no, nerd. you know, I love you know. Well, first of all, I would for sure do that for one hundred. Absolutely, it would be, be projecting, love. and let's be very well, honest here's, about that. <laughs> so. Here's my pitch for D and D for everyone out there who's not a D and D person. It's a what one is D&D? night a week Dungeons that I get to go hang out with my friends and we just drink beers and we just bullshit. I mean, that's all it is. It's like we just. And okay. Like, it's okay. I mean, it's storytelling. It's a creative experience, but it's like it's mostly just like bullshitting and you know joking and stuff. And then we have that's yeah, our podcast. It's the same thing. Yeah, you guys are basically night. doing D anD. d It's the same. Honestly, thing. honest question: What is D anD? Dungeons and I have Dungeons no idea what that and means. Dragons. It's okay, a it's okay. a game. It's a board game. Oh, or oh, I guess like oh, Dan's asking like the logistics. Game. Yeah, no, 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 I, no, no, no. I, quick... I didn't know what D and D stands for. Oh, okay. Daniel and Dunlap. Okay, do, do you know Daniel yeah. and Dunlap? <laughs> Daniel, it's <laughs> like that's what Did, I said. <laughs> I mean, I don't know it. I don't know the game. I have a rough idea. It's like a role. Play. Give a quick breakdown of it. One of you two, whoever feels the most confident, it feels like it's probably Michael. <laughs> Michael, you play I, more. <laughs> um, so we play by a lot of house rules, but there is a rule book. Um, there's a whole bunch of different editions of different rule books. But basically, you buy a rule book, tells you how to play this really <clears throat> elaborate game that it is a role playing game. So you're kind of allowed to be it's um, let's see, uh, like, have you guys ever pu- played any of the Elder Scrolls games like the um, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like those are the those yep. are essentially D&D. Um, so you're just playing as this character, you get to choose whether you're, uh, a bard or a wizard or all that stuff. Yeah. Major. And then as you spend more. Dan's Googling all these words. Dan, a bard is a musician. (laughs) Okay. As you spend more time doing it, you level up and develop the character and, um, and everything's kind of dependent on dice Ah. rolls. So you have a a player sheet that has. Uh, if you have more skills, you have higher advantage in those dice rolls. If you have less skills in it, like if you're, um, if you're dumb and you want to do a knowledge check on something, you roll a die and, um, you know, you don't get to add any points to it. But if you're smart, you get to add like four or five points to it when you roll. Um, yeah. All righty. You build into stats. Dan's trying to figure out like <clears throat> when do you like break into the car and <laughs> he plays a lot of yeah, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Do I, so he does, I was trying to I was trying to relate that to yeah. GTA somehow. I'm, I'm sure like, there's a GTA role playing game <laughs> out there somewhere. There's like Ninja. There's like definitely is. Ninja oh, Turtles. Oh. There's like um, yeah. There's there is a cyberpunk one. GTA yeah. role playing. All right. And are you the DM or do you have a dedicated DM? No. You guys direct uh, message i've got a yeah. uh i am a level three so you, rogue gnome <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
starts. Thank you, that's Mike. An old, that's an old audio clip from the podcast. They used to, Dan, you're going to want to write that down. They used to and still make fun of me for playing World of Warcraft, so that was Mike imitating my character. I'm a level three rogue gnome. <laughs> Never uh, yeah, all jokes aside, I probably I mean, would very much enjoy like it's indulging of that. It's honestly, indulging like, your nerdy side is all it is. It's just like I don't know. It's so dumb, yeah. but I'm it's fine. really fun. I'm all about it. No, it's great. It's fun. It's a it's a it's an outlet. Yeah. It's important to have that. Like all jokes aside, it's really mm. important to have that stuff. So life gets crazy. Life gets hectic. You got to have those things. Otherwise, it's going to go bonkers. That's yeah, I, deep, I, don't know. I think it's Will Smith. Put that um, on a t-shirt. <laughs> Michael, you said you're trying to do two videos a month. Uh, that seems like a lot. Uh, but how's that schedule for you over on YouTube? I mean, but you you have an editor. I mean, you got someone who helps you with that stuff. Ex- can you explain your YouTube approach? Yeah, so I've got a buddy of mine that helps me with the rough edit. Um, and so he basically processes footage while I'm filming it. So I've been working on um, this big house re- reno project. And um, he's like, while I'm taking out drywall he's editing and then i'm and then i i hop in when basically he can only figure out so much in a project like i know how it was built what's important and why i took the shots that i took so i hop (laughs) back in i edit those um and then do my voiceover and then i send it back to him to do color correction and audio work and that's kind of our system we do everything over dropbox which is great um so we're just passing massive amounts of footage back and forth um i but like yeah. two two a month is kind of uh, where I've maxed out. Um, I've actually been doing closer to one every three weeks for the last couple of months because the Wormwood stuff, uh, and then I'm also launching my merch. IWF, <clears throat> traveling, summer, all these different... Summer's yeah, always hard. I feel like it gets really slowed down over summer on my production schedule, but um, the goal is 24 videos a year. Um, but honestly, like... I'm kind of enjoying this like three week thing because I feel like I have a little more time to like um, I wish I would Mm -hmm. like to be down to one video a month and just edit it really well and have it crisp and clean and beautiful um, because I I, that's where my passion is on the videos is not um, like spewing out footage every week. I I would rather uh, I would rather actually have enjoyable, pretty uh, and like well thought out videos. Really refined yeah. finished project. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's, <clears throat> what's stopping you from doing that? Um, nothing. I'm kind of experimenting. I'm kind of thinking about it's, it for the next year. It's Ashley, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not Ashley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's been. Well, I I'd love to kind of. Okay. Sorry to cut you off, but uh, I I'd love for you to talk about like kind of like what is your business? Is this your full time gig? Because people are always interested in like what do all of our guests and what we do behind the scenes? Because a lot of us, you know, these they see this whole content creator life and it's like, oh yeah, they don't have a day job. They just, they're content creators. Like, what do you do for a living? Is this your full-time job? Like kind of, if you don't mind getting into some of the nitty and gritty, like what pays Absolutely. the bills Yeah, type of stuff? Yeah. So I, I, it is my full-time job. Um, awesome. And, uh, it is awesome. I, I, so I've been doing, I've been doing it full-time for about, uh, four years, I think. And, uh, um, yeah, wow. so what pays my bills is sponsors. I've got feet picks, feet picks. Patreon, oh. <laughs> Patreon feet picks. Uh, no, <laughs> that's right. No. There'll be a link to his Patreon in the show notes. So go the sign up. Alm feet picks slash Wormwood collab mm. is going to be crazy. 
It's a shoe rack. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> it's a shoe rack. <laughs> uh, so for a while, I supplemented with, uh, uh, yeah, with uh, client gigs, and then slowly kind of worked worked enough that I didn't need client gigs. Um, so, it, so it naturally just kind of yeah, like switched. It was over. a gradual process. I think my last client was um, about a year and a half ago, and then um, I just it it I found that it was more. Uh, beneficial to start making to focus on the videos than to try and mix clients in. It sounds like a good idea of like I'm going to double yeah. down. I'll make a video. I'll I'll make this for a client, and um, you know I have a sponsor. All this stuff. Like if if you can get all that to work, but um, I was finding that I wasn't really mm-hmm. happy with how efficiently I was making work for clients, and um, and I didn't want to stress that relationship, and I kept having to tell clients. I'm slow. Like you just can't expect me to be fast. I will make you a beautiful thing, but um, it's going to take a while. I got tired of telling people that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, doing it all in on one thing makes it, um, you're not getting hamstrung in different directions. It's really good to focus on that thing. I mean, you're, it really is good for everyone. Like I'm, you sticking to content for the content sake and making projects for content. That's, smart if you can make it work if you can get, make money at that and make the right business decisions that's <laughs> that's where you can do it having a furniture business it's really hard to make money doing that <laughs> so it's just on paper doesn't make a lot coming of for mike yeah. so i mean it's hard some people don't it's a lot of work you got to work like it a million a lot of freaking work. hours a day and it's uh if you want to make any money at it it's hard i know it's that's not, why i don't do it so it's like uh, it's million tough. hours and michael do no, you have any kind of uh product on top of other stuff that kind of supplements like i know you sell files so that's one thing but do you Sell anything else, uh, classes or actual physical products or just plans? Currently, it's just plans. Um, I'm uh, working Mm -hmm. on the launch of the merch side of things. So um, I've been working on that for uh, longer than I'm willing to say. If I could get a t-shirt that says almighty. (laughs) Yeah, we'll work on that. Um, (laughs) I'll share it to my dozens of followers. But yeah, I was doing the, I did the Teespring thing for a little while, but I wasn't really happy with the quality of them. I mean, some of them came out good. Some of them didn't. I got some emails from people being like, you know, I put it through the wash and it immediately started to like fail. So like that sort of thing, I I took my Teespring down. So if anybody's looking for a shirt uh, right now, like don't, don't check my, I, I mean, it's gone. Um, let me ask you this. Can I steal your logo off the internet and make my own shirt with my cricket? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> cricket? <laughs> yeah, you cricket. sure can. I mean, it's, it's your daughter's cricket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, I, I love hearing uh, kind of the behind the scenes of what everyone's like day to day is. Because like, you know, going full time as a content creator is not all, you know, glamorous. Like it still takes up a lot of time. You're still talking about. Yeah you know, doing every three weeks for a video. Cause it's a lot of work and I'm, I'm happy to hear your, your workflow with like even your, uh, your, your, um, yeah, your editor. Cause I'm assuming you guys aren't close by. No, to we're each both other, in right? Seattle, but Are, he's like, is but we oh, don't both in Seattle. drive back and forth with hard drives. So we, uh, yeah, he's actually, yeah. it's funny. He's a, uh, uh, Craigslist roommate. One of my, best friends and i and he ended up being yeah when <laughs> i moved out really? here i looked for i didn't know many people and i got i got him as a roommate off of craigslist <laughs> and you did lose I a kidney so, i mean that's yeah. a win a kidney. <laughs> or he's running the long con yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like oh here's your video why don't you get in that bathtub full of ice real yeah. quick <laughs> 
Uh, and get one no, kidney uh, this week or two in <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't follow along in your stories. I don't know where you, where you ended up with it, but did you get your uh, rotten oh wall figured out? It has been a month. Uh, um, yes, it is figured out. I, uh, if, I don't know cool. if you guys have heard this story or what's going on. I, I discovered that. So please tell us, yeah. uh, Ashley and I live in the building that my shop's in. It, it, we live above the building. Um, uh, and it's got an outside staircase <clears throat> that goes up to a door and it's a South facing door. So all the wind driven rain hits it. And I last year was noticing big pools of water would end up in the, in the garage after a rainstorm. Not good. And from what I understand, the Pacific Northwest gets get a, little a little bit of rain. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a little soggy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, it was a, it was an issue that I could not ignore any longer. And then, uh, we had Labor Day weekend and Ashley had some time off and I was like, I'm going to need help. I know that much. And so we, we opened up this wall, which if any of you watched the, um, I, I built a workbench for her in one of my videos and um, painted this wall pink. It's the pink wall. And that is, I had, I started cutting away at it and it was literally just uh, <clears throat> like, like wood chips were falling out of the wall as I, as I removed the drywall, oh, like, like from behind the drywall, it's oh, just like man, cascading down. And I'm like, Drywall was your it, it was, was load, load bearing, bearing drywall. drywall. Oh, load bearing <laughs> yeah. drywall. Load bearing exactly drywall. what it was. There's a show, show title. title. <laughs> so rough. That's to reiterate, good. our staircase oh. that we walk up and down is bolted to that section of the wall. Oh man. Oh god. You're so lucky oh my god. You have no idea. So we <laughs> I I, been I opened this whole thing up. I pull all the like um we pulled all of the insulation out and i could stick my finger through the siding it was that and i could grab a two by four with my hand and crush it with my hand i I seriously just like a little (laughs) twist and i removed one of the one of the two by fours are you sure you it wasn't from the workout i mean if you're this is a podcast so you can't see but mike is swole swole. all smash smash. Almighty. Uh, oh, no, smash. Writing that down. It sucks. It's always so scary to open up any wall in the house. It's like, yeah. oh, it's going to. What cool, you know, Pandora's box am I about to get into here with this stupid wall? It's always frightening. Tell me about it. Uh, my south facing wall, I feel like it's going to be uh, going to be that same way. I'm pretty not looking forward to it. I, I was working on the side of my house on some irrigation and I fell and like pushed my fingers right through the siding i was like oh this is going to be bad next year yeah. when i have to deal with that oh <laughs> so, yeah but until then duct tape yeah not my problem, <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah just That's I that I white gorilla tape on there it's not a problem i'm sure so <laughs> load bearing hey, hey. no uh, <laughs> so uh let's jump into our weeks michael yeah, what do you got what do you got going on oh wait no you don't say yeah, anything. yeah 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 you don't say anything you gotta do the you thing. can't say anything until we hear this What's on my bench? Okay, now Michael, um, <laughs> what's on your bench? What do you got going I on? I mean, my bench is covered with like construction tools and shit because of the the project. But um, yeah, it, it's got. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I've been doing Glowforge stuff. Like, I'm really excited. To, I've actually got that video almost done and um, been designing a whole bunch nice. of things. Uh, actually, all the accessories in my office are being designed on Glowforge and made. 
so that'll be its it, its own video. It's been super fun. Lasers yeah. are fun. Yeah, they're super fun. They're just cool. They're cool tools. Would it be it's a cool silly tool. question of me to ask it if if you actually like the Glowforge? I mean, I is that a it's a I, good laser? I mean, I'm super happy with it. Like, I'm not somebody to do a lot of research on these, um, you know, digifab stuff. <laughs> like, I automated, automated tools, tools, but like, I can yeah. say that out of the box, I was able to use it, figure it out, and um, and it works super quick. Would a dumb dumb like oh, me be able to use it? I think that's what I'm asking. No. That's what I'm really asking. <laughs> no, you can't. I think that's what it's designed for. It's <laughs> like a beginner chance. laser. Yeah, it's like that's the, like. Yeah, that's their. It's a. It's the cricket yeah, of like, lasers. You pull it out of the box and it it just works. It's like the, a, the Mac it's of a, lasers. It's, Dan, it's Danny's yeah. first laser, baby's first laser. Yeah. <laughs> it like uses a first. it uses a light bulb. Like the, the easy bake oven, oh, yeah. magnifying glass. <laughs> I can't get through the layers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was able to. I was able to go no, through half inch ash with it, which, according to the box, I wasn't. I shouldn't have been wow. able to do. So I was pretty impressed. That's illegal. ash is pretty cool to cut. Ash <laughs> is cool because it's kind of like um, like it's got a lot of air in that in the ash, even though it's so dense. There's a lot of like broken open spots. Ash. We is call those farts. Really nice. <laughs> I was going to say there's so many so many jokes. In I don't even know where to start. Ash cuts really nice. I really like it. I've been I just like ash in general. But yeah, lasers are fun. Uh oh. Oh, sorry. I'm here. Oh, did your camera shut off? It's yeah, been thirty it's minutes. Still doing the thing. It's been thirty it minutes. Like thirty minutes. Oh, it shut off <laughs> exactly <laughs> at thirty minutes. Audacity. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pete's trying out a new camera today, so no big deal. We're just stuff. doing a podcast. Uh, what else you got going on, Michael? Uh, what else? We're about to leave on vacation, so they're kind of wrapping a whole bunch of stuff up. Ooh. But I do yeah. have – I've got some Powerpoint stuff fun. coming up um, always. Yes. It's been a little while. It's been a minute since I've, I've done that. Um, yeah, beyond that, got my car fixed. That's good news. <laughs> Outside of the nice. woodworking thing. My car's always been kind of broken down for uh, – <laughs> I've got an old 83 diesel station wagon, and it was uh, – it was – Ooh. Yeah. My goodness. But it was leaking oil pretty bad. And I was like, I'm always like, I'm going to do this work myself. And then I never end up doing it. So I found a good guy in in Seattle um, uh, and he did a hell of a job. The car has not driven like I was. It was actually like fast for the first time. I feel like in like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do to my car? When, oh, you, find, when you find a good mechanic like that, you keep him on totally. speed dial. Yeah, you keep him yeah, close. You buy him I, a Christmas card. Less than zero drive to work on my vehicles. I yeah, absolutely. My cap to you, Michael, for even considering doing that. That sounds yeah. horrible. Ugh. No thanks, Dan. What you got going on? What do I got going on? Speaking of cars, I'm just gonna oh, jump yeah. right into this. Yeah. The day after we recorded last week, I was driving some Etsy orders to the post office, and some nice old lady. Ran a stop sign and I t boned her. She's got a big t bone steak in my truck. Everybody, uh, everybody was okay. Everybody's okay. Nobody got hurt. Nobody yeah. got hurt. So I can make all the jokes now. Um, her car is demolished. She was driving a little tiny like cross Honda, grain wood projects in a house. <laughs> and the, the trail boss just like smashed that thing. But what a bummer that is. Uh, it was it was very disappointing. Well, at least they're gonna I, get it fixed fast, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I just took my truck in to get estimated today, and uh, yeah, the earliest they can get into the body shop is uh, January. 
That's so wild. Wow. Apparently, nobody in Omaha knows how to drive, and everybody needs their car fixed. So, <laughs> yay. That, <laughs> well, that, like, I, I feel like it's they... It's corn! They, <laughs> I, know, I felt like that was right for that. <laughs> I like that good audio track for anything to do with That, and apparently, <laughs> body shops have, have, a hard, have been having a hard time getting in parts and, and stuff. Mm, yeah, that, that makes sense. Because of the whole supply chain thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh... Actually, on topic stuff, uh, I got the tip boxes done for the car wash that I, I'm working with. Uh, it, I did I tell you all the the tip boxes I'm making are for a car yep. wash? Yeah, yeah, you did. Corn huskers. Corn husker auto wash. Hey, come down, come on down. It's cool. Um, it's it's cool. <laughs> come on, our car wash. It's got the juice. So I, I made I made two sets of tip boxes for the uh, car wash. I actually have to work on some like little stairs for them as well. Uh, they have How these. How high windows. did you mount them? The tip boxes. These are separate. These are separate. <laughs> you it's really got to work for the tip, tip. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the the car wash has like four windows in this bay area where you can watch cars go through, and apparently kids like to get up on the window and look through the window. So. The owner wants these little stairs made for kids so they can get up and get eye level with the windows. So I'm going to make four sets of these little stairs. Uh, I haven't started that yet, but that's an upcoming project and possibly an upcoming video. Um, I also started on um, some of the doors that I need to make for my client that has me for like 12 freaking doors. I finally started on one of them. Actually, I started on the second one. Uh, I will talk about the other door here in a second because I've I've decided, and I, I'm, it's time to come clean about something. Um, this is the episode you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I okay. think so. Come clean. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh yeah, YouTube. Been been cranking out the YouTube videos. Mm. Dropped a new YouTube video. Uh, I can't remember what we made in the YouTube video now. It's that been so long. Huh? Uh-huh. What was it? Charcuterie boards, <laughs> maybe? It was something board? simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something super simple. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're keeping the project simple. Uh, one day builds just kind of like a day in the life while I build a, build a simple project. It's been really fun. Uh, it's super nice having a guy in the shop with me and doing all that. And I can just kind of be myself and be a goofball. So, I, Dan I've been, got a I've been, shop boy. I've been I've been liking the feedback. Uh, he's not he's not an actual employee, but he's uh-huh. been helping out. That, that's, he's family, you know, right? That's, be, that's between me and my CPA. Um, let's see what else. Oh yeah, let me come clean about. So you you guys know about the the giant white oak door that I made, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been under a blanket for like eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it cupped. How much is it, it warped? It cupped really yeah. bad. Was it not inside? because it's been under the blanket. Not because it's been under the blanket. It cupped almost immediately after I brought you it back to my veneer? shop. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I applied. I didn't think it was going to cup because they were both uh, quarter song veneers. I mean, yeah. the grain was going vertical. So but you still mm-hmm. soaked one side with thing. glue and not the. Mm-hmm. Did you only yeah. veneer ones? So Did you spray the that, other side at least when you did that? that? So, like a monster? I, uh, oh, Michael, this is a long, long story. So I, I may, I'm making this giant entry door for a brand new house. 
Uh, this entry door is going to be 42 inches. I hear you're making it twice. That's what I mean. By 96 (laughs) inches. And they wanted it, the, their architect asked for specifically quarter sawn white oak. And I'm like, that thing is going to be crazy heavy because they wanted it expensive. Two inches thick. Normal doors are like an inch and three quarter to an inch and a half. Inch and three, yeah. Um, but they they specifically asked. I for love two how inches. all the so woodworkers. I put it together. Media. Inch and three quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I put it together and I took it to another local shop to have it flattened because it's a very huge panel and it's going to be a door. I wanted it perfectly flat, and they went a little too thin. And I was I I thought you know it was going to be fine, but the the client was adamant that it be two inches, two inches. And I'm like, oh man, okay. So that's when I veneered it. So. I had some eight quarter sawdust. <laughs> I, I I had this eight quarter door that was now down to an inch and a half after we flattened it, quote unquote. Yeesh. And so I was like, okay, I'll just I'll veneer on some more three quarter boards, get it up to two and a quarter. I'll take it back and have it reflattened down to two inches, and that's when mm. it cupped. I took it home after we had it flattened. I put it on the the sawhorses. And it it cupped the day after because, like what Pete said or Mike said, uh, you added the glue. It, it it got wet on one side and then it cupped. Yep. And it's been cupped ever since. I was hoping that under blankets, after I flipped it over, it would reflatten back out, but it never did. And it's been under the blankets for like seven months. If you're ever and hopefully, doing that, hopefully my client doesn't listen to this because <laughs> they don't. I am just going to scrap that door. I'm gonna cut it up and reuse it. <laughs> my 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 beautiful beautiful wife. She's like, you can reuse it, right? I'm like, yeah, I can reuse it. And she goes, you can cut it into bow ties. I'm like, do you know how many bow ties that would be? Came <laughs> Nobody knew. You'd be rolling in it. <laughs> She's gonna have like a mink coat. My, my biggest bow tie is like three inches long. <laughs> this door is two inches thick, but oh, anyway. So what what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut it up, put it in the rack, and I'm gonna remake the door. Yeah, I just reuse it. I can't I can't under good conscience. Try to make that work. It's, I mean, it's just not going to work. I'm going to be it, chasing yeah. flatness. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. So I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to drop the whatever price quarter sawn white oak is now. I think when I initially bought it, it would cost me like twelve hundred dollars in wood. So hell, it might be up to two thousand now. But you do yeah. what you got to do, right? Yep. By the way, that I did sucks, like Dan. a large. I'm really bummed out, buddy. That's it, it is what it is. I did you a know, large veneer. I, couple I, of... I learned my lesson. Uh, I was going to say, I did a large like veneer thing uh, a couple years ago and it cupped really bad. And then uh, I did it again and somebody told me to soak the other side of the wood. Just like take a wet rag and soak it as well and stayed dead flat. It barely moved. Huh. So like what well, you want to I wonder if I could. So it, the door has, the door currently has finish anyway, on it. it. I've, cured I've, spar- I've sparred, I spar urethaned it. Um, I wonder if I could take. It's a fancy taco. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I could take the urethane off one side and soak it like that. I wonder if that would. I'm, I wonder because if it's the, too thick. The glue though. got it wet and it expanded and it cured like that. Wait, in so, that shape. That's the wait, wait, wait. It's so probably not gonna. It's probably not gonna go back. The new section with with varnish on the opposite side. Oh, so you varnished? No. You varnished? No, there was no varnish on it when I glued it together. Yeah. yeah, it won't. Go I was. Back. I was just like. It, yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Let's just throw varnish on it. I was just like living in a dream world. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, it, it won't go back. Mistakes were made. Fine. Just got bow tie yeah. stock now. Lifetime. Yeah, I got a lot of bow tie stock. Oh my goodness. Hit, hit me up with your uh, white oak quarter all song. Of Dan's, all of Dan's <laughs> listings are white oak quarter song. 
Just r- run a permanent 15% <laughs> off sale on one. Oh Oak. my gosh. So actually it, it it would be a good tabletop. I just need to go get it reflattened. <clears throat> um I think that's basically it. Well, how wide is it? Whole lot. It's 42 inches? inches. Yeah. I mean, what? Standard tables are 30 to 36 inches wide. Well, if you ripped it down, you're going to lose a lot of that. I mean, you're going to lose more than half of that cup by ripping it down the middle. And then you could have that yeah. flattened and then rejoin those two pieces together. Um, and you're, you're not going to lose nearly as much. I mean, you, could, re- you could cut it down into like six <clears throat> inch in six <clears throat> inch planks. You could, yeah. Flatten That's actually not a bad idea. And you'll lose a whole lot. I've had to do that with slabs for sure. So if you rip it, you may hmm. actually, if you have, you might not have, is it a shaker style door or is it just like a solid panel door? Solid panel door. Okay. Let's. Super solid panel door. You rip it down to three inch lengths. <clears throat> We're going three or inch. four inch lengths. Oh, real, real small. Yeah. Well, you can go, you can go small so you can lose your, your, you're still too thin? No, it's two inches right now. Oh, you but I also, I also put in all the, uh, the, the mortises and everything for the door hardware. So you lose. So like I'd, I'd lose that too. Either side, yeah. But it's yeah, just one side door. actually. Well, I haven't put a. You can I haven't still salvage it as a table. Let's hop on a phone call tomorrow, Dan. Let me. I think I got an idea. Yeah. Uh, right. It might might save you a bunch of money in lumber. So I, um, I like the sound with, of saving money. I had to do this with a slab a customer brought to me. We had to. This thing was very thin already. It was very warped. What we ended up doing was we ended up chopping this thing up into a bunch of different pieces, flattening the individual pieces, rejoining them back together. You could barely tell the seams were there. Because the grain, the grain pattern was almost continuous, um, and it's just like this Frankenstein slab of a bar we made for this customer. I, you, from the side, from the side that, so we we did most of the mill work on one side. Uh, the other side almost didn't get any work done to it until we joined everything back together. So there's almost no break on the show side. There's almost no break nice. in the grain. Then we glued it all back up. And then we fl- we we just sanded that side that got put back together. So where the su- so I'll, I'll find the pictures, Dan. But this slab was big but very thin, and we had to stay at a nominal thickness. So when we chopped it all up, milled all the, the small pieces up, put them back together, the back side looks bad. <laughs> like the side that no one's gonna see looks see, that's bad. That's the thing. But I the need top, both faces looking. No, no, no. Yours will look good. This is a slab. Yeah. It's different. Yours will look good. It's it's different. You have quarter sawn. This isn't a quarter sawn piece of oak where it's straight grain. This yeah. was Claro walnut slab that was going in a million different directions. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was yeah, tough. Yeah. Yours is going to be pretty straight grain because it's quarter sawn white oak. So uh, I think I think it's salvageable. That's let's really talk, clever. Let's talk tomorrow I like that. I think I got yeah. an idea for right <laughs> So uh, that's how we had to fix that it's one. A good thing to, it's a good thing to bring this out in the Why open. Why do you talk about I these mean, things with people? Because yeah, someone like, might have already dealt with it and fixed it. Open up. Lay out your shame. We'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, since Mike was already talking, I want to hear what you got going on this yeah. week. I, my week's pretty um, much that's that's it. That's it. I'm honestly trying to remember my week. Um, oh, I got a Panta router last week. That Ooh. thing is really sick. I love that thing. A, um, a, I'm very a excited. Panty dropper. What the panty dropper? It's called the Panty Dropper. Drops it's panties. a company out of Oregon. They're very nice people up there. Oh, the PantyDropper.org. Okay. Check out their website. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I got the panty router. Panta router. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I got the Panta router. Uh, that thing is really cool. I'm really excited to because you can make your own templates to work with the Panta router uh, to cut different joinery with it. And I'm really actually excited to use that with not just my CNC, but also with the origin. Uh, yeah. Everything's just 2.5 to 1. All the scale is 2.5 to 1. So if you make. So basically, you can cut your own templates on the CNC and then transfer that over to the yes. Panta router? Super cool. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. I can cut all my own. Yeah, I can cut all yeah. that. So I was going to use the origin for that, um, just because I get the you know can play around with that stuff and keep them kind of off. I feel like 
a big CNC is a lot less attainable than an origin or like a panther router. So I'm trying to like, I was going to, I'm trying, I've got some projects in mind. I'm going to build a bench for the panther router. I've got the design pretty much done, but all the joinery will be done on the panther router. So that's, Very that's cool. a video I want to do for myself. So like a inception there, so. build, the panther router is going to build itself. Yeah. It'll be stop motion. I'll have Frank Howarth involved. It's going to be, well. <laughs> no, uh, it's going to, uh, it's going to, it's going to, it, the, the build will be, all, all the joinery will be done on the Panther router, which is just going to be fun. Just It's more of like learning the machine when I'm doing that. So I want to learn the machine better because it's really cool. Um, and if you don't know what a Panther router is, go go look it up. That yeah. thing is super cool. Yeah, it's, it's see a it sick machine. I'm like really it excited. so about awesome. It. I, got the, I got the training from Mac. It was like yeah, great. <clears throat> just like the man himself. Yeah. Um, yep. It's pretty cool. That Mac Sheldon is the owner. He's super nice. Like super down to earth, super nice guy. Um I, that's been on my radar for a while. I mean, I saw it when when Matthias had invented that thing out of wood, and then it went through that whole. It was through that other supplier out of Japan, and then when Mac bought that, I've had that on my radar for a long time. And like in the last couple of years, I'm like, I'm like, ah, I want to get it. I want to get it. I talked to them a year ago, uh, but being at IWF, that was the absolute deal sealer for me. I was like, I'm I'm buying this as soon as I get back. So that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> for what I do, it's it's going to be. I mean, yeah, a big production amazing. shop like you. I mean. It, it's that's it's like a no-brainer. Yeah, it's I'm super excited about it. So, um, anyway, that thing's really cool. Got to play a lot on the Origin some more too, and that plate that got released like last week, I guess. Oh, you um, you have yours, and that that thing's really awesome. I was the first person outside of Origin or outside of Shaper oh, to have one. I got mine a month and a half. Whoa, ago. Sh- Sean flex, and but Sh- Sean and Zach flex. drove it up here. We all had lunch, and me and my guys had to all sign NDA non-disclosure agreements. It was it was cool. That thing's slick. We were. We're doing um, – I'm doing this project, which I can talk more about it now because now we're in contract. But uh, we're doing this this project with Room and Board, which is a furniture retailer out of Minneapolis. Um, we're doing uh, 25 redwood – salvaged redwood coffee tables a month with them um, for <clears throat> a long time. Uh, so we've got this yeah. project. And what's going to be happening is uh, Sean – I know you know we talked about Sean from, from Shaper. He's a product development guy over there. Um, he, me and him have been talking, I've known that guy for a couple of years. Uh, I was talking to him about this project. I was like, Hey man, I don't know if the origin would help me on this project, but we have to do a lot of bow ties, uh, with exact precision, precision. And we got to do a lot. And he's like, dude, the origin will crush it for this. So, um, we got, and th- he was excited because they knew that we could use this project to show off the plate. So that's why they brought the plate up to the shop. So we, we had the, I've had the plate in the shop for like a month and a half now. It was that's awesome. it's so cool. Like it, it really is a cool, really a cool tool. Like it really adds the origin. What's so cool about the origin is the ability to take the tool to the piece. Um, the plate like exponentially like works on that. It's so cool. Like setting up like a little workspace station. It's just so neat. What's up, Dan? Doesn't the, the plate like keep you from having to reapply tape? Yeah. It, it, it yeah, has you, the built in yeah. tape into it. Yeah. The, <laughs> the tapes on it. The, the limitation is of, it's, it's a five by six opening. So whatever you're working on needs to work within that five by six opening. Um, majority. I mean, I, I'm not going to use it to do big engravings because <laughs> I have a big CNC. So if you're having to cut like a long template, you're still going to need to break out your tape. If you don't have the access to a large CNC or a large laser, you're going to need to break out your tape to cut like a leg part for a chair for a template. But if you need to cut out some bow ties or if you need to add a bunch of hardware, which I'm doing a – we're doing a project right now with all these game boards 
um, this Monopoly boxes with these custom hinges in there. Oh, I thought you were going to say D&D or something. Like, <laughs> we're doing okay. D&D boards. Uh, the company is called Germhood. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're, no we're, we're, doing, uh, we're doing these Monopoly boxes and um, they've got all the hardware is going to be cut in with the Origin. Anyway, those two machines are really cool. I'm really excited about being able to play with those in the shop. So uh, what's up, Dan? And again, if you don't know what the Shaper Origin is, go look that up too. That's, a, that's a, yeah. another awesome machine. Yeah, Mike Michael works has that machine in his shop. I mean, yeah, it's just I've such had a it cool, for cool machine. So it's uh, basically a handheld yeah, it's a, CNC. It's a handheld yeah. CNC. Yeah. I yeah, I, I've got mine. I've had mine for a yep. couple of years now, and it's it's just like there's certain jobs yep. that it just I don't know. It's so much faster. It's really precise. I don't have a CNC in my shop, so it it uh, fits in a box, goes on a shelf. Um, you know, it's in a sustainer. So um, mm-hmm. I just I think it's mm-hmm. super handy. I can't wait to get the plate. Uh, hopefully that's coming my way soon, um, so I can test it out. Uh, yeah. you'll like it, dude. For what you're doing, you're it's really cool. But um, yeah. So we're working on we're wrapping up this. I, there's just been like delays with this dining table. It's been very frustrating <clears throat> for me. The customer doesn't know about the delays. They don't listen to this. I don't. I try not to burden the customer with delays on things. This hasn't been anything on our end. It's just been problem. The cu- I've never done upholstery before. We're upholstering part of this table or part of this chairs. Or the three chairs and the bench were upholstering. Luckily, my guy Sean has upholstered, um, but the upholstery the customer wanted was very specific, and it just got here today. We ordered it two and a half or three weeks ago. Dang. You know, they're they're going. Fortunately, they're going on vacation uh, Saturday, and they're gone for like a week and a half. So we have a little bit of uh, uh, time on that thing now. But we're basically going to be done on Monday. But it's just been kind of like a bunch of headaches. And I built my first chairs this week. I've never built chairs before. And man, I'll tell you what, I'm really proud of the chairs that I built. They look great. <laughs> I'm, I'm like really proud of them. And I, I am, that was part of the reason why I got the Panda router was because I felt like I was going to start doing more chairs and I'm going to try to start selling those with, uh, with my client builds. Um, and I had more fun than I thought I was going to have making the chairs. It is such a fun process that I really, do you know how I know you're proud of the chairs? Because I get text pictures in the group chat from you at 1am. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's, I'm out there working late on it. I'm like, the, the first glue up was like, oh, <clears throat> doing the joinery on the first one was so stressful. It was so stressful. <laughs> and I was like stressed out of my mind. Like, I was so stressed out. Then I got through the first one. And after that, the second one, I actually, like for me, whenever I do something the first time, <clears throat> I'm like a really trial and error learner. I, like you can explain something to me and it just doesn't, I'm super dense with that stuff. I don't, I don't observe, I don't absorb information that way. I have to do it. So I did the chair, you know, and I had a good idea in my head about how to do a chair. The parts are there. It's pretty it's like 10 parts, you know, it's not like that big a deal, but, um, I don't know why there's in my head. I had this stigma about how hard it is to make a chair and it's, I mean, there's parts to it. You got to factor in a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that you got to be careful of the racking joinery has got to be tight, but I think um, we all have that problem of getting in our own heads. I mean, that's why I've been sitting on this door for seven or eight months. I mean, yeah. I mean, we just, <laughs> no wonder it's Bo. You've been sitting on it. Oh, okay. Jeez. That's too much. I don't Come like on, any dude. of these jokes. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we, so yeah, the, the chairs are. I can't wait to build more. Like, I'm so excited about the chairs. Like, they're really cool. And um, I've got the all the files done for – because I designed it in CAD before I built it, which helped my brain a lot. Um, I've got all the files done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make those available for sale as well. I had a surprising amount of people want to buy this design. And the chair is actually really comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be personally upholstering it. Uh, I would probably put like um, – I guess it would be upholstery, but I'd probably put like a leather seat on there or something like that. Um, I did buy a file for like a, a CNC file to cut out 
a chair seat, you know, that has like the butt groove and stuff. Um, I modified that a bit and uh, I'm actually going to cut one of those out and make a test chair for in the shop just because I'm really enjoying that. Pro tip, Um, do a a huge roughing cut first and don't do it. Don't do the fine cut all the way through because yeah. oh is that what you did you did a finish finish three it, it may take oh six God. or seven hours you did a three D finishing cut for the whole thing maybe <laughs> yeah I'm gonna run a half inch ball nose bit for the roughing cut and it's gonna hog that thing out fast and then I'll go in I didn't know what roughing cuts for when I did. yeah I did I remember that when on you did the, that it uh, came out really good yeah yeah of course I did the finishing cut all the way through it came out great <laughs> yeah that. Those, uh, I think I actually bought the same exact file you bought. I didn't design yeah. it myself. I, I bought one. Like, it's like twenty five, fourteen dollars. Yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a good file. It. Yeah, the file had really good reviews, so I was like, I'm just gonna buy it. So, um, obviously, that's not gonna be a part of my plans. That would be totally jacked up. But uh, yeah, so just working on stuff like that, uh, playing with some tools in the shop. We got a lot of stuff going on right now. We're mobilizing the stuff with room and board, which is really cool. Um, we're it's gonna be a really busy, <laughs> really busy fall and winter time over here. So. I mean, that's good. Going on. That's so good. if anyone's local to Sacramento, and I'm going to put this out there, but if anyone's local to Sacramento and you're looking to get into woodworking and you're a uh, you're a person who really wants to learn and get into this, please find me on social media or or email me, which Pete will put in the show description, Mike at CoffeeCustomBuilds.com, because I'm seriously legitimately looking for a third person really badly right now. <laughs> like, we need someone else really bad, and it's going to – I need to bring someone else on. So, uh, What do you pay in? Pete, Do I get free uh, coffee? Pete, what about, what about your week? <laughs> I'm not talking about pay. <laughs> he's, he's not going to put that in the ad. I'm not going to put that um, in the ad. Yeah. Come on, rookie. All right. So uh, what was my week? God, it's been you, such a long what's on a bench. Uh, I'm going to keep it keep it quick. Um, I may have found a video editor, which hey. is exciting. Uh, they approached me. The second they approached me, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> thousand times yes what was um, your name again jeffrey Dahmer? yes yes <laughs> no like continue it, it was someone um i'm not gonna <laughs> shit, what do i care it's trevor madeira oh man. oh yeah. yeah he's he's an amazing yeah. editor so he's oh looking to potentially start doing editing work for other people i'm looking to figure out how to work with an editor and basically we're gonna work didn't reach out to together me. I we were i thought we were friends you have a you have a shop boy <laughs> oh yeah there's that guy i forgot about <laughs> that guy no, but um, he's basically trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out, so we're gonna figure it out together. That's and, dope. Um, That's dope. And like, we had a very good conversation on the phone. Basically. I really hope that works out. It's he's like, a very talented editor and, yeah, and video guy. And I also, you know, like, I'm I'm friends with Trevor. We we all are. We all follow each other. But like, I had the conversation right out of the gate of like, hey, if if at the end of like first month or us just you know kind of working out through a video or whatever, if for some reason like. I don't like the style or the workflow is not good or you don't like working with me or whatever. We just, Which is, we wash our hands of it. We're still friends. Like nothing changes. Like I just want to lay that out right here, right now. I don't want to have an awkward conversation or whatever. Like I want her to just kind of cover all the bases because it's someone I know. You know? So I kind of hate you. <laughs> but I want to break it off. So we just had the conversation of like, Let's try this out. We both don't we haven't done this before, and we both want to figure it out, and hopefully it's going to work out. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, the reason I wasn't going to totally announce it yet is because we're still trying to figure out all the details and stuff. But aside from that, uh, 
the new laser is going to be coming hopefully within the next uh, two to three weeks. I am officially selling my current one. I was kind of on the fence about it because somebody may have already uh, called dibs. Uh, that's off. So I'm selling my Laguna PL1220 if somebody's in a North Jersey and area. you're upgrading to and the yep. Laguna... Laguna EX. EX. So going to the big boy, uh, same one that Mike uh, has. Laguna EX. The EX, not the MX. So the big boy at 150 watt. I've wanted that laser since the month that the first one landed in my shop. I was like, I want bigger. This is awesome. I want more. So I'm getting that one. I just need to figure out all the logistics of like the delivery because I need to um, get a... Uh, a machine to lift it basically and move it around and maneuver it and all that fun stuff. I so mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to be up there next. Yeah. I like watch it weeks, like you know? gets time that it'll land on Thursday. Hopefully Look at I these. actually don't want it to land that weekend. That's just going to be okay. too much happening that week. Uh, and then the last thing has just been, I've been prepping for this craft fair that we're doing on Saturday. Uh, it's, if anyone's local, it's green township day in green township, New Jersey. And, it's from 12 to 4, and I've just been basically trying to utilize all the scraps in my shop, make small stuff. Today, I made a file for uh, bottle openers, so I made a bunch of those. I sent you guys the video. It's a yeah, quick little thing. Cat. Dan apparently has been making them for years, uh, even before the CNC. But I was very excited to, to just, you know, knock out that project because my CNC has been a table for about six months. And it is no longer a table. I'm actually using it again. Uh, and it was really fun to just jump back in there and start carving stuff up. And playing around with tool paths and stuff. So super fun. Uh and that's that's been my week. There's been other stuff that's not important. I wanna I wanna talk to our guest. Hey. Michael. Here. <laughs> we have some questions for you. Hey. Yeah. yeah Sorry, no, that was a long one to the bench. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's jump into some questions here. The first question is from Mark Alms. Let's get that clear. Mark Alms. Z is question. It's yeah, it's got a Z up front, actually. Hey guys, Mark Alms here calling in again. I wanted to be sure to call in this week because last week Dan asked if I was the Walmart version of Michael Alm. And to answer that, yes. Yes, I absolutely am. One day I hope to be the Menards version, but we'll see how that goes. Anyway, this week I have a question specifically for Michael. Um, how did the collaboration with Wormwood come to be? Uh, what was it like working with Doug and the team up there? And uh, what's the future hold? It looked like you were maybe preparing to do some collaborations or something uh with some furniture so uh yeah interested in that thanks guys bye you kind of went into some of that stuff i guess yeah. in the beginning but i mean uh, yeah i mean i guess thing. so uh yes we're collaborating collaboration has been great uh doug and the crew have been incredibly hospitable and like genuinely awesome to work with they have a lot of knowledge that i uh don't have and um you know about how to uh make a product like honestly i don't i don't really i've never really launched a product on the scale that they're doing and um they've just been incredibly kind and um being out in massachusetts was amazing to see their shop i did record footage while i was there so um when i put out my video about my experience with wormwood that that will be um <coughs> part of it so um Nothing, nothing but good things cool. to say about that. Um, but yeah, Murphy bars will be coming in the new year. Awesome. Yeah, that's so nice. Sick. I'm so good. excited for you on that, man. Thanks. That's gonna be awesome. Are you jittery? yeah just excited that jittery? <laughs> it seems a little yeah. jittery. About I don't it. know if it's sunk in fully, but that's it's cool. A pretty, it's a pretty rad situation. Yeah, I'm pumped for you, dude. That's awesome. Let's uh let's check out Thomas, Thomas. from France. He's our buddy over there in France. He's he's great. We love him. Yep. 
Hey guys, it's Soma from France and before asking my question, I just want to say that Daniel is killing it on YouTube and his videos are getting better and better and I really like Gracias. watching them. Alright, so I have a question about making pattern, maybe using plywood. Do you know by any chance anyone that does this kind of madness? Oh, Michael, hi! <laughs> so, do you plan the plywood pattern you want to make? Do you just go on Fusion and try to see how to cut and glue back the patterns, or you just go and try? Also, you got a glue forge and it seems to be a great machine. But how does it do with plywood? From what those guys have said earlier in the podcast, laser can have a hard time with the glue inside the plywood, so does it work well? Merci, à plus! That's awesome. Thanks, Thomas. Did you get that no, new I, translation I there? I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's good. He's, so, he's good. Uh, first question was, uh, how do I design <laughs> my patterns? Um, a, a lot of it's by yep. hand. I, I do a lot. I'm very analog, so I do a lot of sketching in the sketchbook. And, yeah. My man. Uh, <laughs> Computers, down with them. That's what I say. I think I'm just an old man at this point. I'm like... I don't know. So used to, I was actually thinking about putting in a drafting table here and in, in, in the, in the office. Cause Ooh. I'm like, I kind of want to learn traditional drafting, but anyway. Yeah. Put it by the window so you can burn. Yeah, old see, man. I, I was going to say, I do something like that. And they just make fun of me mercilessly, but you do it. And it's, yeah. Oh, it's cool. It's and cool and edgy. And, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I design a lot of them by hand and I, I'm also like when I cut them apart you kind of get it anyone who's done pattern plywood you'll get this like moment of like oh if I cut this this way and flip it over I have a whole new pattern and that just happens all the time so just messing with the material um, inspires a lot of the designs uh, his second question was about the Glowforge Glowforge I've been experimenting with for like the last two months and um, and I have cut pattern plywood on it um, it does cut on the Glowforge. It kind of leaves the glue in place in a weird way. So um, I'll show this in the video that I'm going to come up come out with. But it it does like it's hard to get it to cleanly cut all the way through. I found that I'll cut it a little bit wide and then um, and then I'll sand it back. Um, but there is definitely oh right to get rid yeah, of the black. So yeah, I'll yeah. I just kind of. Um, I haven't done anything super elaborate, just kind of like um, a couple of, of curves, but I've been able to sand things back and get them to release um, from the from the cut. But it is it's not as clean of a cut as I would like. It's not like cutting, you know, a, pe a piece of ash. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got to cut that ash. Cool. Yeah, the, the uh, lasers are cool, man. They're, that's the thing, like. As the bed, <laughs> like I had a smaller mm -hmm. laser before, and as the bed got bigger, the harder it is to dial in. Like, because you're bouncing the laser off of mirrors in three spots, and it's oh, like, uh, man, it's it's a real pain sometimes. Yeah, like it's the as the bed gets bigger, the the tighter your calibration has to get, gets harder. So, I mean, Pete's getting the same one I've got. It's a 36 deep by 52 wide bed. It's huge bed. 
So, I mean, we use it for cutting out mainly templates. I mean, honestly, I'm actually kind of pulling away from monetizing the laser itself because I just don't really care about doing that stuff. But it was, um, but we use it for like cutting out templates really quickly and we can get through some really thick stuff. Um, especially like a leg template or like a pretty, you know, pretty, uh, non-complicated, not big template. If it's like, if it's like two foot long and only six inches wide, the laser's pretty much dialed in the very middle of that bed really well. So I can cut anything in that space. And if I spent more time dialing it, I could get even better for sure. But it's dialed to where mm-hmm. I need it to be able to cut very large pieces out. And it'll cut through it because it is a lot of power. Yeah. It's a lot of power. 150 watts into a laser is a lot of power. It has a lot of cutting power. Like it'll, it can't cut into metal, but it will burn and char the metal really bad. Like it will, it looks like the metal is now ruined if you run that, the, the laser Whoa. over the metal. It's pretty wild. The, the technology is pretty cool. I don't know. I yeah. really like the stuff, but. Um, like I was doing, we were doing tumblers. Like we have, I have some corporate customers where we'll do, we'll do tumblers for them for like holiday gifts. And I think we've got like, uh, like a, several orders of 200 plus tumblers we're going to be doing. And when I, f- I took the settings from the smaller laser I had, which needs, you need to run at a higher power. Mm. And I just copied those over to the new machine and burnt the crap out <laughs> of, of uh, tumblers for the first, like, for the first, like six ones. Cause they're just like, I was like, oh, I'm going to hit start and walk out of the room. And I come back and I'm like, what's that smell? It's just, they're just burnt. Like, they're just like absolutely yeah. crispy. So, because you don't have to yeah, run them at like 90% power. You can- no, I don't have to. I, like, the max I can run it is 32% or something like that. Otherwise, it burns the burns the metal. So, anyway, lasers are super, lasers are super cool. They're really you, cool. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a lot I'm of cool stuff. I'm enjoying it for in- sure. Dan? Is it, so obviously I'm the <clears throat> least knowledgeable when it comes to lasers here. You have a laser printer. Group before. <laughs> I do have. No, no, I don't. It's inkjet. It's regular. It's inkjet. Okay. It's inkjet. Yeah, <laughs> this is Nebraska. Um, but isn't it pretty universal? Universal that uh, a laser is going to struggle more to get through a plywood than it would like a hardwood of yeah. the same thickness. Yeah, because of the yeah. glue. Because of the it's glues and the in, the, it's the orientation yeah. of the. Well, and I, and yeah, I think yeah, the, exactly one of the worst materials. The pattern plywood God. makes it even worse because you are cutting through, like you're turning that glue layer on its side, so it's not cutting cutting through anything consistent. Oh, yeah. It's cutting through like end grain, <laughs> side grain, and glue, and it just repeats that all the way around. So I, I <laughs> noticed that certain areas pit out and other areas don't. Um, in hindsight, it's not that surprising, but yeah. I think if I had Mike's laser, I could probably cut right. through it. Once you like, un- mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like sometimes like three quarter inch ply, it can do it for sure. But it, 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 the, like, so I had one, I was cutting out a template. I had to redo just this week. I had to cut a template out because it had in one of the plies deep in the middle was a knot that they had layered into it. And it would not oh, cut through that knot. It, it was would just not. No, it can't. Yeah, that was. It just, and you know it when just, it happens because it like burns on top, it yep. like chars There's, extra. Well, I know it's not working when there's no smoke billowing out the bottom. It's just coming up the top. When it's coming up the top, I'm like, ah, oh, it's not uh, cutting through at all. So, um, anyways, laser talk. Uh, yeah, lasers are cool. They're super fun. They have a great spot in the shop, in pew my pew. opinion, for sure. So yeah, pew pew. Um, cool. Well, that's the show. Baba da boopity bacon. Oh, we're just gonna abruptly stop. And we're cool. done later. Yeah. <laughs> yep. See you later, Dan. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That's a, that's that's our show. I mean, we got a we got a we got a good one here. I like this one, Michael. Thanks for coming on the show, man. You're a, you're a really solid dude. I really like you a lot, and we really my appreciate pleasure. you coming on the show, man. You're we just, like you a real. <laughs> well, lot. Now it's get. Uh, now it's real creepy. creepy yeah. lot. 
Wink. <laughs> yeah, all right. Fine. Got weird towards uh, the end. It was a I great podcast. Got, got a little anymore, weird so. towards the end. <laughs> yeah, it was a great podcast. Last 10% really falls off. I wouldn't listen to that part. Yeah, no, no, no. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, we will, uh, well, we won't see it at Maker Camp. I know. Sucks, I'm bummed. But your reason is very good because going out of country is Well, at least amazing. possibly at uh, WorkbenchCon. Yeah. WorkbenchCon. Right? Work for sure. Yeah. All right. The confidence we'll level was a little low on that no, one. I'll no, I'll it. be there. And then <laughs> I'll, I'll be up. I'll, I'll, and then be I'll be there. at the next, uh, next Maker, Maker Camp. Yeah, I almost I almost said Maker Fair. Yeah, you will. If Maker Fair ever comes back, I'll be there too. <laughs> oh God, that'd be amazing! I've never if been that, to one. I'm oh breaking my, my heart. Comes back if that so came bad. back, yeah, I miss oh it. God. That'd, that'd be, be amazing. amazing. Wasn't that the big one in yeah. San Francisco? They did San Fran, and they did one in Brooklyn too. It's, it was just oh. never so did the New York one, but I. They never do any of these in Omaha. What the heck? They really what? should do a Kansas City one or something. Omaha? something central, but it's somewhere yeah. in the middle of the country. Come on now. They do Atlanta. That's not the middle. Not the middle. Planes fly too. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I guess let's anyway. Wrap it. Anyway. Any anywho. Back to closing up the show. No big thanks for uh, coming on the show, man. We will be back next week. Uh, we don't have a guest next week, so that'll be kind of uh, the first time in a while. So no guest next week, and then the week after that, we will have, have to make small talk camp. with you guys. Maker camp. So yeah. maybe we'll do some IG lives while we're at Maker Camp or something. We won't maybe. for sure. Maybe. We won't. We always say we're going to do that stuff, and we never okay, do. So we, it, so we are skipping that week, right? I think people yeah. are. I've got to hop on a plane. They expect that us yeah. to say yeah. that and then let record them record a show <laughs> live at Maker Let's... Camp. The people want it. That sounds like an absolute <laughs> nightmare. That sounds like a horrible nightmare. We will be in that hotel room, though, or we will be in that that uh, the house. Hmm. I'll we bring a mic. Just, oh, I'll we can bring get naked stuff. in the house and do that's a show. Not is that how what you're saying? This no, that's not what anyone's implying no. at all. What are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> extra, extra clothing for you. Yeah, yeah. Dan, bring three parkas. <laughs> double up pants, <laughs> double up shirts. Save that for the hundredth episode. No. We'll, we'll, I misread our... that whole. I yeah. misread this whole thing. Yeah, we uh, we'll we'll be back next week. We won't be back the week after that. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week ahead of you. Do sign off. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Love Y'all you, bye long bye. time. <laughs> bye now. Take it easy. I'm a level three rogue gnome.